Hi everybody, my name is Ken Fallon. Today I want to give you a roundup of OGCAMP 11. In today's interview we're going to be talking to Stuart Lamwich from the Canonical and formerly of Lug Radio. Les Porter to give us a behind the scenes talk but also a roundup. I had an interview with Les afterwards. We also talked to Aid from also from the um, Lug Radio podcast as well as putting in guest appearances on the Linux Outlaws from time to time. We spoke to Laura and Popey as well. And then we had one of our own, Robin Gatling from the Full Circle podcast. All that and more in today's show. Hope you enjoy it. Hello everybody, my name is Ken Fallon. I'm talking to Les Porter, who's just come down here into the booth. He's about, looks like a man under a bit of stress. How are you doing, Les? I'm fine, thanks. Uh, a lot of stressful today, so it's very busy here at our camp. Um, from what I can tell, it's about 200 plus people here today. Oh, it's quite a lot. That's a lot of people. Um, the venue is great as well. There's plenty of space. Big talk, uh, sorry, big rooms for the talks. Lovely exhibition area, plus a fantastic cafe just outside where everyone's congregating and getting together to talk about projects. So the, you had this, uh, were you involved in the previous shows? I was involved in our camp previously uh, in Liverpool, running the Ubuntu Install Fest with Stuart Ward and Ajaz Mohammed, uh, similar to what Alistair and Rowe is doing here today with the Install Fest. A uh, year previous to that, 2009, I was just an attendee, um, coming to see what it was like. It's, it's a bit infectious, all right, the, the whole feel, you can't help but want to get involved. So um, what, what exactly are your, what's your goal, what's your hat are you wearing here today? Um, my hat today is crew manager, so making sure that we've got crew doing the jobs that need doing, everything runs smoothly and that the presenters don't need to worry about a thing. Okay, and uh, how many people are on the crew? 20 plus, we've had a couple of additions today, um, last minute additions, just walking. Um, so roughly 20, 22 people all doing various jobs from AV equipment with cameras and mixing desks, uh, reception desk people, people selling mugs and raffle tickets, people walking around answering questions, everything you can think of. Yeah, it's been, I must say, it's been absolutely fabulous here with uh, the show we've had. Um, any request has been fulfilled in five minutes. I brought the wrong power cord. Well, I brought an adapter, but that doesn't work. And uh, within five minutes, I had a new cable. Uh, microphone stands, everything organised. So I, I'm really enjoying the show. Um, how is the, the booking system working now? Um, well, can't find manager. It's working well. There's a few niggles. We found a bug today uh, with part of the software, which we're going to report to the guy who created Campfire Manager, John Spriggs. Um, we'll let him know there's a bug, and I'm sure he'll be very accommodating. As, is John here? He's not, no. He's looking after his son, Daniel, this weekend. Oh, that's... that's uh uh, yeah, it's fitting because I would have loved to, to meet him. I owe him a beer from from, <laughs> from the past. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get a HBR show on today, so uh, we'll try again in the morning. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So, um, just before we round up, anything else you want to say to the listeners? 
Uh, if you're interested in OddCamp, go to the website oddcamp.org, have a look and see what's happening uh, today and also future events. Uh, also keep an eye on Linux Outlaws uh, website and Wunsi UK for more information about future odd camps. It's been absolutely fabulous. Thank you very much for putting on the show and uh, thank you to you and all the crew for a great job that you're doing here. Stuart Language, you'll know him as Ack from Lug Radio. How's it going, Stuart? Oh, not too bad. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm me from Lug Radio anymore. We haven't done Lug Radio for a while. <laughs> what about uh, episode six? Ah, well, the, the, the fact that we did a recent episode counts not. <laughs> so how are, you, how are you enjoying the show? How's it going so far? So far, it's really cool. I've, I've not been here very long, but our camp's just so nicely put together and professional it's really quite entertaining come here being on the other side of things for once and I, I, I like I like the feel of it I like the way it's set up and I get to see a bunch of people that I don't get to see very often so it's all cool I found it interesting to meet a lot of these people I'd only met on, uh, you know, online, and then all of a sudden you're sitting at breakfast with the guy from Crunchbang or you're walking down the hall and you know somebody who you listen to every week uh, is is suddenly there in person? Uh, exactly, exactly. The point of conferences, really. The UK needs the the UK does need a conference like this, and Ogcamp uh, appears to be filling that need, which is great. Uh, a need that was started by Lug Radio many many years ago. Oh well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I remember uh, I was at the first and second Lug Radio, and uh, it was a scary feeling uh, coming up to the doors of a conference like this and. Then you walk in and everybody's so friendly and everybody gets on and like here at the booth I've had loads of people come up and just go, yeah, I'll do an interview or I'll talk about my project. It's a really good way to get um, people, get interested in, in other people's projects and stuff. That's exactly the idea, you know, you, you want people to come somewhere like this and hang out with other people, make, make connections, um, talk to people who work on the projects that they use or the things that they hack on or just stuff they like. I think you're, um, as part of the, your work in Ubuntu, I guess you get around to different conferences in the States or here in uh, Europe. And how, how would you say that those more formal ones would compare to an event like this? A uh, different kind of vibe. Um, a formal conference is primarily, uh, primarily at least designed to be about learning something from experts. So the people who are speaking are renowned in their field and your idea is to go along and listen and go away having learned something. Something like OddCamp, yes, absolutely, the people here are experts, they're talking about stuff that they love, but to me it's more, something like OddCamp is more about hanging out with people rather than being given information by them. Um, now, most conferences have that feeling as well. I mean, only very, very, very formal business conferences have no social aspect. But Old Camp, the, the Old Camp pendulum tends to swing more towards the social end of the spectrum. Um, and a more formal, more expensive conference swings a bit more towards the learning end. Excellent. And uh, how is, how is um, your work going with the Ubuntu One project? How's that going for you? Actually, excellently. Um, we just announced that we, we've just gone over a million users. Um, Ubuntu One is going from strength to strength, which is great. Um, we've got the Windows client is in beta and 
and um, we're doing a bunch of stuff on the web. We've got music streaming now on Android and iOS, uh, and it's all good. And is this restricted to Ubuntu, or can somebody on Fedora or another distro start using it? Um, absolutely. The, the, the client's are all written in Python or Valor. Um, we've certainly had a couple of people interested in packaging this stuff up for, Do- for Fedora or for Arch or for whatever. And there's no reason why it wouldn't run. We, we haven't done that work, and it's, um, it, it's not as high on our priority list as some other stuff. But we're certainly happy to give some pointers, help anybody who wants to do it. And as I say, we've had a few people step up, be interested in packaging and running the Ubuntu One stuff on Debian, on Fedora. I know there's been those two, and I think there are a couple of others. How, what would you say to, um, say, the, one of my biggest fears with storing stuff in the cloud is the, um, the ability for somebody else to access it. Uh, so I would prefer an encrypted solution in the cloud. Is that something that I could use Ubuntu One as a basis for, and then in some way mounted as a SSHFS drive with encryption built in or something like that? Well, you can absolutely encrypt the data that you store in Ubuntu One if you want to. Um, just encrypt the files and then sync them to Ubuntu One. They'll be encrypted and they'll stay encrypted. We ha- we have had a couple of people who want to work with uh, Ubuntu's, Ubuntu's uh, encrypted home directory yes. stuff. So, as I understand it, the way that works is what seems to be your home directory is actually a mounted thing, and what's actually your home directory under the covers is a big a bunch of encrypted files. Yes. So you could make those encrypted files be synchronized to Ubuntu One, at which point everything just works seamlessly. The stuff that's stored in the cloud will be encrypted, the stuff that's on your machine will be available to you. So if you want to do that, you could do. A few people have asked us about this, and we've said we believe this will work. We haven't tried it, but we if someone wants to do a bit of work on that, write something up, find out about it, come and ask us questions, I'd be really interested in seeing the results of that. So would I. And that's a topic for uh, another day on Hacker Public Radio. Thank you very much, Jack, for, uh, for giving us the interview, and I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Full Circle Podcast. Og Camp begins. Hi, everybody. Ken here again with some behind-the-scenes look at OGCamp 11, and we've just come across a familiar, uh, familiar host here on the Hacker Public Radio Network, and it is Robin Kathleen from the Full Circle Podcast, who uh, main, mainly on Syndicated Thursday. Robin, how's it going? It's very good, thank you. So, uh, when did you arrive? I got in for the introduction this morning, first thing. Um, just sat through Simon Phipps' excellent talk on software freedom and Karen's unscheduled but nonetheless very good talk on medical devices. Oh, fantastic. Um, So, are you recording the shows? I've recorded both the sessions so far and I shall be talking to a few people around the conference over the next couple of days. So yes, expect a couple of shows from us once I've got it all back together and edited later on. So, walk us through your editing process. And one thing I must say is that uh, the, the quality of the editing puts my shows to shame. <laughs> um, so, talk to us about uh, how you edit your show. Uh, I put everything through Audacity. Um, a fairly traditional... I, I have a fairly traditional background uh, because I used to do traditional analogue editing for theatre. So, I go through pretty much the same process on the digital front, I'm multi-tracking, cutting and splicing, and I, I have fab disease. Um, if, if you listen to Fabian from Limits, Limits Outlaws... Episode 200. <laughs> 
where he talks about his editing process. I'm just as obsessive about my audio quality as, as he is, so it takes me far too long in Audacity to cut and splice and clean everything up. But I, I think that if I don't put the care and attention into producing the show, uh, why should anybody actually listen to it? Um, because we're podcasters and we're learning how to do this <laughs> But um, folks, you do know that the, um, the series on how to edit the podcast uh, is being for the full circle podcast is being released here in Syndicated Thursday, so uh, hopefully we're putting that in under a special how to record a show to make it a little bit more accessible from the main page. So what are you looking forward to the most here today? I think the highlights for me have always been listening to the live shows that have come from previous odd camps. So I'm going to sit in the main hall and watch the mayhem unfold. Hopefully there'll be a few good uh, discussion topics coming up and we can watch the, the Outlaws and the EUPC folks, maybe with a bit of help from uh, Stuart, who's here from Lug Radio, and uh, like the old Monty Python sketch, we'll uh, find a good room for an argument. Excellent. Thank you very much for stopping by. Thank you. So, Alan, how are you doing? That's fine. I'll get you back later. You can buy me a drink. That's fine. That is the intention, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's going well. Yeah, there's uh, loads of people here. Some good, interesting talks from uh, some cool people like Simon Phipps and uh, uh, Karen, who's the head of the Known Foundation. There's a guy talking about music, people talking about digital forensics. There's all kinds of stuff. It's really cool. Did you have any idea when you started Give One to UK podcast that you know, it would turn out like this, people flying in from all over the world just to be here? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought that when we first started, um, it was kind of thought that we'd just have a bunch of guys chatting around in a room and, you know, maybe a few people might download it and listen to it. And I never thought it would come into the real world of actually, you know, meeting people in person and people coming here to talk to other people and, you know, have conversations with like-minded people it's uh, yeah it's quite it's quite bizarre how, uh, how it's moved on in the last three four years yeah. and do you find it very stressful at all or do you no you I, so I, I just let everyone else do the work you know <laughs> no uh, yeah it is stressful I mean in terms of you in the podcast um, we have a workflow now we've been doing it four seasons now we've got a workflow that works for us we've split the work up between us because there's four presenters we you know, we, we're able to divvy work up between us. I mean, someone like yourself, where you're doing everything, doing like, no, no, oh, well, well, in this instance, you are, like, holding the microphone and talking to me and, you know, pimping everything. Whereas, you know, right now with UBC, I'm standing here and someone else is doing some work somewhere, you know, and I'm not. So having, having multiple people really helps us. Uh, to like give you the workout. Uh. There's a lot of people on the crew. This interview on a great job here today. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know. I didn't realise how much work the crew did. Uh, initially, I th I thought you know in the first uh, old, old camp um, we would turn up and we'd have to do everything and and kind of get the the to be errand boys going off and doing stuff for us. But actually, it turns out you know they just use their own initiative. They go off and get stuff done and they just know what you know, needs to be done to make this whole thing work. And it's really, really good. Yeah, excellent. How would you say it compares to other conferences? Um, 
uh, it's uh, I don't know some people might say it's less professional you know it's a bit more ad hoc it's a uh, um, you know, it's not as polished. Um, I like to think of it as more community-driven, and I and I think the the fact that you know people take it on themselves to choose what they want to talk about and come along and help organise things means that it's not about us. It's not okay. It was UUPC and Linux Outlaws that got together to make this event happen, but it's not about us. It's about everyone else who comes here and and the fact that people come along to do their their, their talks and show off their um, their interesting projects and and sell their wares in our exhibition area is just fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's really good. So what are you looking forward to coming up? Um, I've missed one of the talks, so I'm a bit annoyed at that. Uh, not because I'm talking to you, uh, but there, there's a couple of talks that I, I've missed. But the really cool thing is this year we're videoing every single one of them. Um, once we've got the permission of the person, uh, we're videoing them all, and we've got a little edit suite out the back, yeah, and, they're, and they're uploading them. So actually, I, I'm less stressed about you know rushing around from one room to another, because I know that I can see them later on. But I, I certainly want to see the one on uh, digital forensics. Uh, I'm interested to know about Oracle Linux, as well as a talk about Oracle Linux um, and I'm interested about uh, IPv6 as well so uh, and, and the great thing is I can see these later offline. It's fantastic. There's a great selection of talks I have to admit. Unfortunately we didn't get the HBR one in so we'll have to do that tomorrow. Okay. So anything else you want to say to the listeners? Um, Where's it going to be next year? Is the question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Uh, so the first one was in Wolverhampton, the next one was in Liverpool, uh, down south this year in Farnham. I would love to see one somewhere completely wildly different. You know, whether it's somewhere in the back of beyond in Scotland or in a completely different country. You know, I'd, I'd like to see one somewhere else. You know, because I think we've covered like north and south of England. It'd be nice to go out somewhere else. Maybe Ireland, I don't know. I don't know. Far ahead. Come on, lads. Step up to the plate. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Thanks very much, Pokey. Thank uh, you. I look forward to buying your beer tonight. Oh, I, look, I very much look forward to drinking it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Ken Fowler. You're listening to Active Public Radio. We're behind the scenes here at Alt Camp, and I've just uh, walked past Aid. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, thanks. What talks did you get to see? Um, so this morning I went to the message queuing one, that seemed pretty interesting. Um, as for yesterday, I can't remember what talks I went to, but uh, the, the live show was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was great. So um, what's it like, um, you know, you've organised a lot of these, what's it like being on the other side of the table? Uh, well, you've been very generous, because I didn't do a great deal of organising for Log Radio, to be quite honest. But uh, yeah, it's nice to be somewhere where you don't have anybody asking you, you know, where should I be going, what should I be doing? So yeah, just sitting back as a participant is really nice. And uh, this place is so well organised compared to anything that we ever put on. Uh, it's unbelievable. I know, I, I think you're, uh, it is well organised, so I will sleep into that. But the Lug Radios have their own charm as well. Um, so what's going on in your life? You're working for Red Hat now. Right? Yeah, so I'm still working for Red Hat. I've been there about 18 months. Um, yeah, loving it. So I've moved down here. Uh, I'm living literally two miles away from this venue, so this is uh, perfect for me. So it saves me going to Wolverhampton or to Liverpool. Uh, so yeah, literally being able to sleep in my own bed every night is awesome. Yeah. Have you, uh, you know, you did a lot of um, guest episodes on um, uh, Linux Outlaws. Is that something that we can see in the future? I hope so, yeah. I mean, the nice thing is that uh, my girlfriend lives in Bonn, which is where Fab lives. So, uh, you know, when our calendars uh, collide or whatever, uh, so it's, yeah, I pop along and do a recording and uh, it's good fun, yeah. Thanks very much for taking the time and uh, enjoy the rest of the show.
Morning, everybody. My name is Ken Fallon, and uh, it's well, camp is over actually. Uh, we're outside just having breakfast, and I'm here talking to Les. How are you doing, Les? I'm oh, fine, thanks. So, um, people might not know of you if they haven't been to Og Camp. I wonder, could you tell us why you're so significant? Uh, this year at Og Camp, I was the crew manager, uh, looking after different aspects of the event, such as the crew themselves, health and safety, ooh, logistical things such as making sure the rooms have got people in them to man the cameras, uh, to sign off forms, to send off uh, memory cards down to our AV suites that can be edited to be put online. Um, and generally just being there in case anyone's got any questions. Okay, there was uh, one comment that I heard throughout the entire weekend was how efficiently everything was organised. I know from on the HPR booth, um, a few occasions, we don't have this. Five seconds later it appears magically, we don't have that. Next thing we have a power cord. Uh, everything was as smooth as butter. So did you have like a how-to document? Do you go to www.howtoorganisefestival.com or something? No, not at all. Um, a lot of it is common sense from mistakes I've made at events that I've done in the past. Um, and just t- using those mistakes and lessons learned and making sure I get it right this time. Such as um, we had more crew than what we needed, but that's fantastic because it means you can rotate the crew around. So the crew aren't doing one job all day. You can have the crew doing the job for an hour, swap them off with someone else. They get an hour's break to go and watch a talk or whatever they want to do. The other person comes in, does the job for an hour, vice versa. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if people understand like every room had two people full time in there working uh, so what can you can you just describe the f- when when it started and uh, basically work your way through all the to do list right to the end yeah um, I can take it from the top and when we first got there in the morning it was a simple job of looking around the venue to see where the rooms were none of us had been in there to see where the main hall was, where Tyndall Suite was, or where Barley was. So it's just a bit of orientation to see where things are. Those were the three rooms that the talks were going to be held in, I'm guessing. That's right, yeah. yeah. We also had the exhibition space where you were, with mm. your booth. Um, after that's done, it's then looking at what needs doing. So signage, tables, chairs, electric, networking, campfire manager, cameras, computers for the AV suites. Um, what else did we need? Banners putting up which on two nights we forgot to take down as well. That's a, a fail. <laughs> Whoops. Oh well. Uh, lesson learnt for next time. <laughs> yeah, were you supposed to from the organisers taking the... The one outside, yes. The one inside was fine. Yeah. Um, but the one outside was, was on the car park, so it could have been pinched. But oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't think it would have been down in uh, lovely uh, Surrey, but... Uh, <laughs> but you never know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Um, once all the basic logistics are done, like setting up stalls, uh, raffles and T-shirts and mugs... Uh, it was then going into the rooms, having the cameras set up by the AV team, and that was led by Alan Bell. Yep. Make sure he's got what he needs. So he'll need crew to man cameras and also to pick up the release forms for the videos. So in the three rooms that we had, we had two members of staff working all day. 
so there's at least one person in the room at all times. Now, that person's job is, after the speakers finish their talk, is to walk up with a release form and say, would you like this video on the web? If they say no, no problem, it won't go on the web. If they say yes, sign this form. We'll take it, that and the SD card back to the AV suite and they'll copy that onto the hard drive and then encode it at a later date. Yep. So the real work for somebody who's going to start this morning here, I guess. We were hoping to do it uh, in situ. Unfortunately, um, Matthew Dobney's machine was only uh, encoding video on one core, even though it was a quad-core Xeon, I think it was. So it wasn't quick enough. It was taking four hours to render a 30-minute video from HD. So he's now... uh, (laughs) I'm going to be Fixing doing that work at a later, later <laughs> date, yeah. That is absolutely fantastic. Um, but I'm guessing there's probably been an awful lot of work prior to the event. Were you involved in that as well, or was that the...? Yeah, I was involved with that. Um, it's really... I came on it a little bit late, um, probably about a month to the end, to actually finding out all the logistics and what have you. Um, so I was playing catch-up for a couple of weeks. But after that, it was just simply sitting down with Dan. Yeah, well, not physically, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, and just looking at what we want, what are our requirements for the event? So we broke down the requirements into groups. So AV, um, stalls, health and safety, signage, that sort of thing. And then looking at what crew we've got. If that member of the crew has specific skill, like the AV team, yep. they're instantly put into the AV uh, bundle. Yep. And everyone else, I'll divvy up the work between them. Yep. So that everyone has a job to do. Yep on the day, it's just a simple case of, okay, that needs doing, that needs doing, let's go. And it didn't end after the show, there were other events where you were organising uh, extra festival events, I guess. Yeah, um, the dimensions to the bar at the hotel yesterday morning, that there's going to be a lot of thirsty geeks coming back from the event, and could they stay open a bit longer? And uh, to the credit, they did. Yeah. Normally it's a half ten close. We got to half eleven last night, which was uh, quite good. It was a bit of an improvement, it has to be said. <laughs> Listen, do you uh, do you have a document somewhere or a website somewhere that we can put this down for other people to be able to, uh, you know, if they wanted to organise a show, just at least a, a tick list to have people thinking about it for future events? Not as such, but it's a good idea. Uh, something that could be done. I mean, after this event now, I mean, a couple of days' time, there'll be a debrief with um, the presenters and the crew just to ask what went right, what went wrong. Yep. And then from that, a lessons learned document could be produced. That would be absolutely fantastic because I know a lot of um, people here in the HBR National go to festivals and they're, uh, we're involved. In fact, today I just posted a show about the Ohio Linux Fest, which is the next fest coming up. Hmm. Um, and I'm sure uh, they, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. Oh, I'm sure there is. Um, I mean, I've learned lots of lessons in the past year from doing events. I've done about four or five. What, other, what, other, what events did you do? Um, there was my own in Manchester in April. Yeah, what was that? That was called U-Cubed. Um, that was an Ubuntu and Debian event. So it's bringing both communities together, uh-huh. just for a, a day of talks. It's a very small bar camp. It was, it was only two rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really well attended. About 40 people turned up. Yeah. Um, we had an install fest going on at the back of the room with uh, old machines. We had a, a raffle with prizes donated from different uh, organisations including one of the members of our log who generously donated an old computer of theirs. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> um, Dan Lynch did the keynote talk there. And we had Anna Morris, who's um, 
I'd say one of the leading members of uh, Free Software in Manchester for women. Yeah. Who she also does flossie.org as well. F L O S I E.org. Link in the show notes. And um, that website's all about women in tech and free software. Yeah, fantastic. That's something she started with Paula Graham from Fossbox. Um, So it's quite interesting that all these people turned up and the lessons I learned in my day were don't start the talks too early because people don't turn up (laughs) straight away. If you say doors open at 10, start the talks about 10.45. (laughs) Not at 10 like I did. Um... And really, it's the crew aspect. On the day, there was enough crew at U-Cubed just to do the job, but we didn't have a lot of uh, resiliency. If some of us wanted to go out for some food, we had people covering two or three different things, whereas at our camp, if someone was to go out for food, we had enough people just to pull in and do the job while I went out and got food. Yeah, Everybody, the, the crew seemed quite relaxed as opposed to... Uh other conferences where like, they're running from one thing to the next thing and they're mm. you know, getting done. But yeah, people had time to come around and have a chat. And uh, Did you organise all the AV stuff of the intercommunication walkie-talkie jobbies? Or? No, that was Tony Whitmore's job. That, yeah. uh, he, was the, <laughs> he was the walkie-talkie man. I just turned up and uh, abused him. Very good. By doing lots of... Um, very old 1970s CB language over the radio. I <laughs> uh, look very cool and impressive, as you said. So what's next now that you've become like Mr. Organised Talkie? Um, well, the next thing for me is a week today, I'm at, um, I'm organising Blackpool Geek Up, or Geek Up Blackpool to give it its Sunday name properly, yep. which is a monthly social event for geeks in the area. Okay. Just turn up in a pub that we've got, have a drink, chat about projects they're working on, We've got projectors and screens and what have you in the pub. You can give a talk, or if you don't want to give a talk, you can just sit in the bar and have a drink and just chat. And that's just a monthly thing that we do, just just for a bit of socialising, really. It is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> uh, not, maybe not after you've got a little bit of a hangover, but it, it seems like a great idea. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit rough this morning as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to call a halt to it there. Um, if ever you're involved in any events and you want to uh, promote them here in HBR, give us a shout and we'll uh, organise an interview or you, can, of course, can record a show. It's really easy to do, folks. Just go to hackerpublicradio.org forward slash contribute and contribute to the show. Thank you very much, Les. Talk to you uh, later. Thank you. Tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.